Ocean swimming can be dangerous, and many beaches have lifeguards at the ready. But that's not the case for most beaches along the Great Lakes. After a record number of drownings on Lake Michigan last year, one city in Michigan is getting creative with its water rescues. It's really big in Australia, so that's kind of where I drew my inspiration from. But I'm lucky enough to have an organization with a leader who supports this kind of thinking and um, promotes you know, outside-of-the-box thinking and new ideas. That story today on Points North, a show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Dan Wanshura. I'm on the pier at South Haven, which sits right on the shores of Lake Michigan. The city has two main public beaches and a popular lighthouse, an idyllic setting that attracts tens of thousands of tourists every summer. But swimming here can be dangerous because of rip currents and strong waves, and swimmers who are unfamiliar with them can get in trouble. It's the out-of-town people who come here on vacation and things like that that we need to work on educating, and that's been a bit of a challenge and had to do some outside-of-the-box thinking for that. Zachary Kenrich is a paramedic with South Haven Area Emergency Services. Last year, his team responded to 23 water rescues on Lake Michigan. Three people drowned. That's when Kenrich started brainstorming on ways his department could cut down on its response time for people struggling in the water. And what he came up with was this. Thanks to a $7,500 grant, the department was able to buy a special drone outfitted with some unique features. It's about the size of a Frisbee and is equipped with a camera. Dangling from the center of it is a small folded up flotation device, which can be released remotely by the drone operator. And I can drop it like that. Once it hits the water, a CO2 canister automatically inflates into a three foot by six inch yellow flotation tube, big enough to support an adult. Drones dropping inflatables have been popular in Australia for a few years now. And this year, some beaches in California and Florida are also starting to deploy them. We have tested it multiple times. It's been working very well for us. Um, and this doesn't change anything that we do normally. But not everyone is gung-ho about using these drones. Dave Benjamin heads the Great Lakes Surf Rescue Project, a water safety nonprofit group. This inflatable device would almost literally have to be dropped on their head or in their hands. If it's not, the victim might not be able to reach the flotation device, or waves could carry it to shore without them. Still, in South Haven, it normally takes emergency responders around eight minutes to get from the station to the beach and then to the victim in the water. That's pretty quick, but sometimes every second counts, and the drone can get help to the swimmer faster. It can fly up to 40 miles per hour and can reach a victim about three minutes quicker. Last year, there were 56 drownings in Lake Michigan, the most on record. It is a quick way to get a flotation device out to a victim, and it's very important that that is done as quickly as possible. B.J. Fisher is the director of health and safety at the American Lifeguard Association. He says integrating more technology into these rescue operations is a good thing, but installing more lifeguards at beaches would still be the best option. But that's a challenge for tourist cities like South Haven, which face staffing shortages and have liability concerns about using lifeguards. It won't solve the problem, but it's better than nothing. With July right around the corner, more and more people are going to be getting in the Great Lakes. For the emergency services team here in South Haven, they hope this new drone means fun days at the beach won't turn tragic. 
With 56 known drownings on Lake Michigan last year, many have asked the question, why aren't there more lifeguards stationed on Great Lakes beaches? According to a report from MLive last year, only two communities have lifeguards on the lake, Silver Beach in St. Joseph and New Buffalo Beach. But that hasn't always been the case. Many places along Lake Michigan had lifeguards in the past, but now have moved towards warning signs and flag systems. Now, some of these communities say they just followed the state's lead when it pulled lifeguards from state beaches in the early 90s. Ron Olson is the chief of Parks and Recreation for the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. 1993 was the last time lifeguards. That was long before I came. I didn't come to the DNR until 2005. And the main reason at that time, uh, talking to people that were here at that time, was uh, liability issues because there's an expectation when you have a supervision of an area that people will be uh, in effect safeguarded all the time. Olson says another reason state beaches don't have lifeguards is because they can't find enough of them. We're having a hard time just keeping our uh, summer workers working in the uh, parks. If you look across the uh, area, for example, Oakland County Parks system has water parks where these are required by the state law because they're swimming pool centric and they they didn't even open two of their main pools and they may not open till July because they couldn't secure the staffing to operate them. Ron Olson wouldn't use the word babysitting when it comes to monitoring people on the beach. He says that sounds too trivial. But he does say that people need to take responsibility for their actions, especially in the outdoors. People need to understand that we can't supervise all of people's choices and what they choose to do in recreation. What we do is we enable places to go, but we also try to reasonably warn people not to do things. For example, you go on a break wall, it says, do not swim from there. Do people do it? Yeah, they jump off and hot day. And and we've had kids that uh, jumped off and hit a rock on the ballast rock and, you know, created an emergency and a very unfortunate situation for them. But the question is, well, how do you how do you police that? Well, you know, it's like anything else. You shouldn't speed in your car down the highway. But do people do it? Yep. Once in a while, you get caught by the police. But are there accidents? Yep. And does it make sense? No. And these things do occur. And But like I said, we do have a lot of safeguards that have been put in place that help people make guide their decisions. Ron Olson is the Chief of Parks and Recreation for the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. And that's it for Points North this week. If you ever miss an episode, you can catch up at pointsnorthradio.org. I'm Dan Wanshura. Have a great weekend.